Hello, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Spill the D. My name is Gina. I am one of your hosts, and I am joined here, as always, with my amazing co-host, Rick. How are you? I'm doing swell. How about yourself? Doing good. I like how we always say, how are you, as if like we didn't just eat dinner together, <laughs> as if we didn't just talk for the last hour. Well, maybe things changed. Anything changed since dinner? No, not really. You got a full belly. That's good. Yeah, had some chicken, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, we are here today to talk about mistakes to avoid at Walt Disney World yes. or just on your Disney vacation in general. It could apply to Disneyland for some of these or maybe mm-hmm. even Disneyland Paris could apply anywhere. Not all of them. Some mm-hmm. of them. We've done a very similar episode in the past where we made a list of mistakes to avoid. We asked the listeners as well. This one's a little bit different. We asked the travel agents from 407 and Beyond Vacation Co. to send us mistakes. And the prompt that I gave them was mistakes that either you have made your clients have made or that you make it a point to always tell your clients don't make this mistake to to help people who might be brand new to the walt disney world environment yeah i did want to note this week we're kind of calling an audible we were supposed to have bruce from 407 on today to tell us a little bit about the icon of the seas so if you're a cruise person which you should be because they're awesome (laughs) Tune in. We're going to hopefully get that one up and running next week. Um, he's been there. He's been on the dream. Do a little comparison between the two, potentially. The Wish. Sorry, The Wish. He's seen them both. He cruised on the Royal Caribbean one, though, so he's going to tell us a little bit about that and tell us a little bit about how it compares to the Disney cruise. So stay tuned for that because I'm really excited about that one, I'm, personally. I'm so excited. Um, it just-, just wasn't working out with the audio and video today, so we're going to try to get it figured out and get that one next week. But we got this one on deck for you guys, and I'm excited to talk about it because you can always make improvements to your trip, I feel like. Yeah, everyone. You learn something new every trip. Every single person does. No Mm -hmm. one can say otherwise. Nobody is a 1,000% perfect expert in Disney. No one – if they tell you they are, they're lying. They (laughs) will mess up something, even if it's something as small as walking into a bathroom and finding out that it's closed because they didn't look ahead of time. Things change. That was a terrible example that I gave. <laughs> that was example. awful. Okay, that's okay. You guys get what I'm saying. Really wanting a restaurant but not checking to see if it's open before you plan your trip. How about that? Or a ride. Your friend claims to know all the everything about Disney and they walk into a closed bathroom. Never let them live it down. Never let them. <laughs> I thought you were an expert. <laughs> that's exactly what we would do to someone if that oh, happened. Yeah. Our friend group would totally But do that it. was a terrible example for a realistic example I was trying to give. Yeah. That was not... That was not good. That was not good at all. But before we go into that, before we go through the list and in by the travel agents, we got three pieces of Disney news to share with you guys. Do you want to go first? No, I want to say mine last. Okay. So I'll start with this one because this is the one I'm very much excited for. Okay. Disney Programs has brought back the Disney College Program Summer Alumni Program. Which is? So this is for people who have completed the Disney College program. I checked to see if there was a time frame on when it had to have been completed. There wasn't. So I'm assuming if you completed this 10 years ago, you can still apply for this. Okay. And what this is, is you come back and you work for Disney from May to August. That's cool. Yeah. So you don't have to be in college to do this program because it is just meant for DCP alumni. What good way to make some extra money if you're maybe a teacher and you have I, summers off? <laughs> literally, my thought was I wish I was a teacher. Like, this is the perfect thing for a teacher. Sort of. Because the days that you need to get there, the arrival days are May 13th or May 20th. Mm. 
So there's a, a lot of people are still in school. Then. Yeah, there's a good chance you're still teaching at the time. Mm-hmm. So that's something you need to keep in mind. And they're going to go until August 8th with the possibility of extensions. Okay. So if you want to find a way to get back into Disney, like as a cast member, this is the perfect way to go about it. If you yeah. did the college program and you're going to make roughly $16 an hour starting rate. So, but this is returning. You can apply right now for this. Okay. And I'm so, I want to do it. I want to apply. I, uh, <laughs> I don't have to go and get like married and a job. And yeah. Sounds horrible. Lame. Buy a house. <laughs> Your husband's so lucky. <laughs> no, I'm just somebody's wife. <laughs> I'm the luckiest guy alive. <laughs> but yes, so to apply for this, you have to go and register with the Disney College Program, like alumni program, which is just a online website. You get emails from them saying that you've been tagged and stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then if you're, you can apply through there. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Let me know if anyone does it. I want to hear all about it. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm gonna do the second piece too. If you want, I can do the second piece also. It's fine. Go for it. You okay. do number two and three. Okay. So the second piece of news that we have is there's a new Moana movie coming out. September, correct? November. November. Sorry. I, I was between September and November, and I couldn't remember which one. It's in November. It's titled Moana 2. Creative. <laughs> Creative. <laughs> My only gripe so far. Uh, we only have a teaser trailer. There's not a full trailer out, but if you follow Disney on any social media, you saw the trailer today um she's blowing a shell she's blowing a conch shell that's pretty much all it was we have no other information we know it's coming out in november we don't even have a specific date yet yeah we do november 27th was it november 27th it's november 27th because i looked it up out of curiosity and it is thanksgiving weekend which is always a huge deal like for movies they compete for the best release on thanksgiving weekend it's actually the wednesday of thanksgiving so i'm really curious you know how like they'll actually Yeah, but you know how they'll actually put out movies like the day before? Yeah. Do you think we'll be able to use the AMC Tuesday deal? Oh, that'd be awesome. Since it's coming out on a Wednesday. A $5 movie to see a new Moana? That'd be great. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Personally, I'm hoping they come up with a little bit more extended of a name because I feel like Moana 2 is a little lazy. I mean, like Toy Story 2 is just Toy Story 2. That's a little different. The Lion King 1 and a half. Moana 1 and a half? Well, it came out <laughs> after two, I think. It went to one and a half because it was a prequel to two post one, I think. I can't remember. It's one of it's very good, honestly. It's weirdly enough. But yeah, so new Moana movie. Get excited. Hopefully they don't bring back uh the crab. <laughs> People love that crab. I don't get it. I don't either. <laughs> okay, so the last piece of news I am very much confused on, and I need some explanation. So Rick is going to explain it because he could do it better than I could. Yes. Explain this for the listeners. Okay, so I'm very excited about this. Part of part of what I'm about to say is speculation. That's the second half. The first part is definite. This is what's happening. So for those that might be into video games or for anybody who has lived, you've probably heard of Fortnite. So <laughs> Fortnite is a game that is made by a company called Epic Games. And they make a lot of different games, too. They also make another game called Rocket League. I'm not going to get into it. There's a lot of popular games that they make. They're a very rich company, and they make a lot of popular games. Naturally, you want to pair with another rich company. So Disney and Epic Games are combining. They're doing like a joint adventure. They're not combining. To create what they're saying is a expansive and open games and entertainment universe. Okay, so what's cracking me up about this is my brain went, oh, an epic universe. Kind of like what Universal just named their third park that they're opening. It is kind of funny. So I have an article here. It's from the Walt Disney Company. 
And I'm going to read the first two paragraphs because that kind of sums up most of what you need to understand. The Walt Disney Company and Epic Games will collaborate on an all-new games and entertainment universe that will further expand the reach of beloved Disney stories and experiences. Disney will also invest $1.5 billion, with a B, dollars to acquire an equity in stake, stake in Epic Games alongside the multi-year project. In addition to being a world-class games experience and interoperating with Fortnite, the new Persistent Universe will offer a multitude of opportunities for consumers to play, watch, shop, and engage with content, characters, and stories from Disney, Marvel, Pixar, Star Wars, Avatar, and more. So, if you look up this online, all you have to do is, is search Disney and Epic Games and it'll be the first thing that comes up. You'll see a picture, and what it looks like is... Almost what Epic Universe for Universal looks like. It really it's, does. It's like the, it, it branches out from the middle. And it looks like they include a bunch of different games in this space. Now, that's what is definitely happening. Now, here is... It kind of looks like in the second Hunger Games. Kind of, yeah. Where it goes in, on like a clock. Yeah. It's like a pie. Kind of. Look up, look up a picture while, while you're listening to us talk about this because... It'll help you understand a lot. Unless you're driving. Yeah, unless you're driving, then don't do that yet. But here's where my theory comes in. If you listened, I believe it was last week, we talked about new technology that Disney came up with. <laughs> Disney just came out with a, what do they call it? A like multi-directional a pad, pad yeah. that keeps you on the pad. It can work with multiple people, but this pad, for anyone who's into video games or might understand a little bit, would go perfect with virtual reality. To walk around. To walk around. Because you it while you're walking, you're staying in one place, kind of like yeah. a treadmill would, but it's not yes. moving. But it's omnidirectional, I think they call it, yes. where you can go in any direction and it'll keep you on this pad. So my theory is that this collaboration with Disney and Epic Games is going to take this pad, take virtual reality, and put them together in this like universe where you can go because it says in the article that you can shop, you can mm -hmm. like do certain like activities and stuff like that. So I'm thinking that this is going to be like a step into almost what the metaverse is supposed to be, mm -hmm. but like Disney and Epic Games version. I think that you are correct, but I think that that part of it is going to be many, many years down the road. They're probably going to eventually do something at like Disney Springs where that's an option of like something you can pay extra to do. But I think that the aspect of actually having that in people's homes is, mm, like, years away. I think we're closer than you think. Yes, we'll find out. Especially with the Apple Vision Pro that just came out. Is that, like, a VR thing? Have you not seen that? I don't know anything about VR. Well, the Apple Vision Pro is, is Apple's new, like, glasses. And basically, it has, like, your phone screen on it. And mm -hmm. you can, like, grab stuff. But how expensive is it? It's pretty expensive. I'm like, not saying this is going to be affordable by any means. That's what I mean. But, the price of it is what I think is going to make it years down the road when it doesn't need to be as expensive. It's not going to be available to the average household in the next five years. That's my guess. Okay. If we're just throwing out yeah, no, thoughts, that's, no, that's fine. This is my I, guess. I, get what you're saying. I think that it's just going to become a normal game in the next five years. And it's going to be a game that many people have in their homes. But the VR aspect of it that you think that they're going to do, I agree with you. It mm. will be done. It's just a matter of when, and I think that is going to be farther down the road as far as it being accessible to the average household. I could see it less than 10 years down the road. Mm, maybe. Based on how far technology's come in the last 30 years, I could see it less than 10 years. <laughs> maybe. Depends on, how, depends on how much of a hit this is, if it's worth investing more into. 
I think game. it's going to be a huge hit. Probably. Epic Games, Epic Games is huge, especially yeah. because of Fortnite. So, and Rocket League, and Rocket That's League, yeah. So I think it's going to be massive, and I think, I think it's going to just be awesome. But we'll see what happens. Anyway, anyway, the article that Rick read that came from um, the Walt Disney Company dot com. Yeah, everyone is. If you want to go read that article or see more about it, that's just look up Disney and Epic Games, and it'll bring you to quoted from there. Twitter. Uh, everything everything you want to know about it it'll be there all over uh, yeah but i'm excited personally as a, as a video game and technology kind of enthusiast even though i suck with technology i still like that kind of stuff so. it just made me laugh as someone who doesn't really know video games that well that the first word they use to describe what it's going to be is epic kind of funny because yeah. i didn't realize what epic games was and yeah. i was like really we're just gonna take the word right yeah. from universal yeah no it's kind of funny they're, they're but like when you we're think gonna about... do you one better we're gonna make it that if you search epic and theme park <laughs> Disney comes up. comes up. That is awesome. But yeah, so that's our news for this week. For this week. Mm -hmm. Let's get into these mistakes to avoid on your Disney vacation. Okay. Again, these are sent in by the 407 and beyond travel agents. Mm -hmm. So we are going to go in the order that they were sent in because when I read through the list, some of them said like, bouncing off that one with an arrow. So I think <laughs> that they kind of work together but from the comfort, comfort of their own homes. So I don't want to go out of order and mess that up mm -hmm. if that happens. So we're just going to go in order. Okay. All right. So number one, mistakes to avoid at Walt Disney World. Buying a non-discounted magic band from Shop Disney instead of the discounted ones you get through your Walt Disney World Resort Reservation. This is actually a pretty huge one. That is a big one. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even really know that you got them discounted because you do all the planning for the trip. So they I didn't just know, show up. I didn't know that you got them discounted when you booked a hotel. Yeah. So when you're staying on Walt Disney World property, you can get your magic band at a discounted rate, but you have to order it more than two weeks before your vacation. Okay. If you just go on and look at your reservation, there will be a button that tells you, like, choose magic bands. Uh -huh. And you can choose a regular magic band, a magic band plus. Okay. For a discounted rate. And it's, you can save, I, I want to say like the base amount that you would save is like $5, okay. but some of them it is more. But hey, even $5 when you have five people going, that's $25 you just saved. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So this is like with the ones that come in the box when they yeah. send them to you in the mail. Okay. You so know, those are discounted if you get yes. them right. Okay. Yep. They are discounted and gotcha. they will be personalized. So when you flip them over, then your name will be on the inside if you order them ahead of time. Yeah. If you buy them there or you buy them in Shop Disney, they're not going to have the name on it and they won't already be connected. You have to connect them. So there's a lot of advantages to ordering them ahead of time. Yeah. Like the fact that they come already connected is amazing. Yeah. You can go on the app and click and see which magic bands you have and it'll be right on there and you can double check that it's activated. Okay. But I would say 99.9% .9 of the time when you order them through your reservation, they come activated. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't know those were discounted. That's a good That's a good tip. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's so funny. I mean, you always do the, the booking, so. Because you're the one that's better at finding deals. So I just let you <laughs> take care of all that. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to click Magic Bands and More on the app or on the website. And it'll tell you, you'll have a full list of anything activated with everybody's name. Yeah, and honestly, you can do it right on the app, too. If you go on the app and click choose magic bands, it's going to take you to a website. It's going to take you off the app and onto the normal internet. And then you can go on and you can pick your magic bands for your stay. That's awesome. Right? So that was a very good one. That was, that was a really good. good one to start on. Yes. Do not make that mistake. <laughs> Save money where you can. Okay. This is one that is talked about all the time as it should be. Okay. 
not checking the weather before you go. Yeah. And this can literally mean like not checking the weather and packing properly Mm -hmm. for your trip as a whole. But this can also mean the morning of that day. Like it is 8 a.m. and you're running out the door and you didn't check the weather to know that you need your poncho that day. Yeah. A safe bet is that it's probably going to rain at some point during the day, because that's just how Florida at works. At least at Walt Disney World. <laughs> Disneyland's less likely, but yeah, Disney World. Yeah, Disney World, bet on it raining every day, probably have a poncho with you. But definitely check the weather, because it could be sunnier than you're expecting. If you're someone yeah. who burns easily, you might need to bring more sunscreen. Bring a hat. Yeah, bring a hat, like you said about the the poncho. Like, if you're an umbrella person rather than a poncho person, you need to know if you need to bring an umbrella. Um, so definitely a good a good tip to check the weather every morning when you wake up but temperature too just because you're going yeah. to florida doesn't mean it's going to be hot there are trips that we have where we went in november and we thought it was going to be like t-shirt and shorts weather and it was pants and long sleeves yeah. like we had to buy sweatshirts because we was, were not expecting it to be as cold and no one was that weekend because all of the sweatshirts were sold out all over property yeah, like it, got it was cold out of nowhere it came out of nowhere but we didn't even check the weather to be warned if it was going to yeah. come out. Like, if it was going to be cold, yeah. we just walked around in shorts and a t-shirt. So, that is really important, too, knowing how hot or how cold it's going to be. And Definitely. the same thing in the opposite way is just because you're going in January doesn't mean it's going to be sweatshirt weather. Yeah, it could you, be really warm. Yeah, it could be a hot spell that weekend mm-hmm. so or that week. So, mm-hmm. that's something really important to look into because you really don't know. And that's something to check before you leave. It. If you're someone who packs early, sorry, you might have to unpack and completely yeah. repack, but long term, yeah. future you will thank you. Oh, other thing too, if it is supposed to rain, make sure you pack extra pairs of shoes. Even if it's not going to rain, if you're going to Disney, like if it doesn't say it's going to rain, yeah, bring an extra pair. Just two pairs of sneakers minimum, <laughs> or two pairs of whatever shoe you're wearing because put it, having to put on wet shoes the next day because you no got caught in it. the rain the day before. No one likes it. Disgusting. I haven't met anyone who likes it anyway. Literally no one. <laughs> if you're that weirdo who loves wet, smelly feet. Let us know. Let us know. We're, we're judging you. <laughs> we're not super judgy people, but right now, judging you. <laughs> okay. Now, when you're in the park, this travel agent would like you to know that one of the biggest mistakes you can make on your Disney vacation not checking the My Disney Experience app for the most up to date times. For events and dining. Let's That's talk, huge. Let's talk about events first. Okay. Or just times in general. Like shows? Yeah. Okay. Th- this one's pretty huge. I think I think the biggest one for this for me, because I've run into this a few times, not that it's affected my trip in any way, but where I'm like, oh, I wonder if this show has any more showings for the day. Like, Because I'm like, at four o'clock, I think about a show that I haven't seen yet. And then I go on my Disney experience and it's like the last show happened a half an hour ago. And it's like, Mm. oh, man. So like definitely shows is one to keep an eye on for sure, because I don't know. I don't think they change them that often. I'm not 100 percent sure exactly on that. But you don't like they don't advertise necessarily when the shows are going to be unless you're right outside the ride. Yes. Or on the app. Yeah. Or on the app. So definitely make sure you check that. Like if you want to go see the Lion King show. Like, make sure you know what time those shows are at by checking on the app. That way, you don't get everybody that's there excited for the show, Mm -hmm. and then you show up at 5 o'clock, and the last show was over an hour and a half ago. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's definitely fair. One experience we had was all around 
Hollywood studios, they have big billboards that have the wait times. Mm -hmm. And they also have the show times for the different shows. Or at least tell you when the next show is. So they had Fantasmic posted as starting at 9.30. But when you check the app, it was starting at 9. Oh, yeah. And it was set up differently. So in that case, definitely go find someone at Guest Relations. Look for the blue umbrella around the park. Ask them because they'll have the the right answer. They'll say, okay, this one's glitching or this one's glitching. And then you'll know. Worst comes to worst, if you can't find anyone, go for the earlier time. And then yeah. worst comes to worst, you're early. But definitely check the times to be sure. 99% of the time, the app is going to be correct. That was just yeah. a weird situation where I guess the app hadn't caught up with yeah. the change that they had made. Yeah. 99% of the time, Disney's on top of it. But mm-hmm. like you said, in that situation, we would have missed Fantasmic if we yeah if we weren't ready for it. So Yeah. And then with dining, they put dining on here as an example. You make your dining reservation 60 days in advance. Mm-hmm. Check the app. Double check what time you're supposed to be eating. Yeah. You can mix them up so hard. I told you guys you before. You could go a day early. Yeah, I, went, I went a day early. <laughs> a whole day early. I showed up and I was like, hey. Rookie mistake. I'm here for my reservation. And they were like, you're not. You don't like this. We don't know what you're here for. So check the app and double check your reservation. <laughs> Remember, you can cancel within two hours. Anytime before two hours, mm. and you won't be charged any kind of fee. Yeah. If you are within those two hours, try and move the reservation mm-hmm. to more than two hours away, and then cancel, and it. Then cancel it. <laughs> Pro tip: <laughs> You didn't hear that from us. Didn't hear it from us. But do that. That's that is like that yeah. is a mistake to avoid at Walt Disney World. Yes, definitely. Because if you miss your reservation or if you cancel it within that two-hour window, you will get charged ten dollars per person who mm. was on that reservation. Yeah, which adds up very quickly. That could have been your magic band money. Could have been your magic band money. <laughs> and then the other thing with that is the park hours. Oh yeah, they change. They they will change park hours leading up to the day, and even sometimes that day. <laughs> like you yeah. really, they they have the right to do whatever they want. Remember the one time that we went to bed and we woke up and the park was put, like set yep. to open an hour earlier. Yep, we booked it we did, because yeah. we were trying to rope drop. We ran so fast. Yeah. you you gotta check it. You gotta, never yeah, know. You gotta be aware of, of the time changes because things happen. Yeah, Disney can do whatever they want. Uh-huh. It's their park. When you buy that ticket, <laughs> you're agreeing that they can do whatever they want. Yep. And then some other legal stuff and everything that's when you sign yeah, it. I don't know. But... For that reading. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I have read the terms and conditions. <laughs> Number one lie told across the world. Next one. Okay. Honestly, I can't really tell the difference on this one because I'm not paying that much attention. But this. Um, I think I already read this one this, and I'm so excited. This specific travel agent seems to be bothered <laughs> when people wear family trip shirts to the park with the wrong castle. So they wear, for example, Cinderella's castle at Disneyland, which notably is Sleeping Beauty, not Cinderella. This bugs me. (laughs) (laughs) I personally have, I don't notice. It's not like that noticeable to me. No. Okay. So this bugs me. When people do this. (laughs) It doesn't bug me that much. You know what bugs me more? And this is one of those things where it shouldn't bug me. And, like, I really try to not let it bug me because I know that not everyone loves Disney as much as I do. Uh, For some people, their their Disney trip is a one and done. They're good. They just wanted to experience it because they see how much Spill the D post on Instagram. And they wanted to know what it was like. And they had a great time, but they're probably not going to go back for a while. But <laughs> when people either wear the shirts or post it on Instagram, 
with the caption, happiest place on earth while they were at Walt Disney World. This drives me crazy so much more than it should. First world problems. Uh, literally. That's why I'm like, <laughs> I really try to not let it bug me because I'm like, this shouldn't, this is not my problem. This you, really isn't. But could you explain why that bugs you for the people who might not understand because a lot of people i feel like don't understand they don't it's not that big of a deal people get get this question wrong when we go to like trivia Uh all the time yeah so disneyland in california is the happiest place where disney world in orlando florida is the most magical place and hershey park is the sweetest place the sweetest place (laughs) on earth they got a great catch up they got a great song (laughs) yes so this, it, it drives me nuts. It shouldn't. It but should. clearly, the t- <laughs> clearly the t-shirt version of this drives one of these travel agents How nuts. How do you notice that? The castles are very clearly different. Sleeping Beauty Castle is very short and stout. Cinderella Castle is much larger. Yeah, well, yeah, but like, I don't, know, I don't know. I guess I just don't look at the shirts that long. I don't know, ma'am. If anyone needs us to double check their shirts before they order them, let me know. You can send them to us. I'll tell you if it's Disneyland or Disney World. All right, so our next one that we have is over-planning. So sticking so tight to a pre-planned idea that they don't take advantage of things that spark their interest while in the parks. And this travel agent actually said that this is something that they've been really working on themselves to avoid this mistake. Okay. That's a hard one. It is a hard one. I mean, you want to make sure you get everything done. So trying to get all of it done, but also trying to live in the moment and enjoy the time that you have. Is a tough balance. Absolutely. There's a lot to do in Disney, and you want to get to all of it, especially with, especially if you're not someone who's there all the time. If you're not someone who lives in Florida and has an annual pass, and you're only going once every five years. Like, you go on that trip, and you're like, all right, I got to get everything done, mm-hmm. because I'm not going to be back here for another five years. And then you get back, then you get there, and you find out that there's a million more things to get done that yeah. you want to do than what you have seen online and thought that you wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. So I can see how this is a, this is a tough balance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Don't be afraid to move your plans around if you do think that there's something that you would want to do more. If you had your heart set on seeing a show and then you find out that the show is really not that good and there's something else you want to see more, cool. Go to that other thing. Mm-hmm. It's fine. This kind of goes for like if plans get canceled too. Like maybe yeah. you really wanted to meet a certain character and you get there and you find out that it's not that character that day. That yeah. happens with the princesses all the time. Oh, yeah. People want to go meet the princesses and then they get to the park and it's not that princess yeah, for whatever get, reason. Don't get too dead set on it. Mm-hmm. Kind of try and just like relax and be in the moment. Uh-huh. I know that's so much easier said than done. But being able to kind of go with the flow is really helpful. One thing that I like to do, especially when we're with a lot of people, is kind of have like a few plans on deck. Yeah. Big fan of like, okay, guys, we can do this, this, or this. What do you want to do? Because then it's not leaving the entire park open as an option. It's kind of narrowing in. So it is keeping that little bit of organization, but it's Mm -hmm. also keeping a little bit more of a free flowing day. Like let's, let's just go one thing at a time Mm -hmm. so that we're not over planning and not over stretching ourselves. Yeah. This next one piggybacks off of that last one. So we're just going to hop right into it. Mm -hmm. This uh, travel agent says you will not get everything done in one trip and that's okay. Learn to say next time and enjoy coming back and booking with your favorite 407 and beyond travel agent. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm really upset. I'm not going to say who it is though because 
I don't know. I was about to say, I'm really <laughs> upset that we're on my phone right now and not on the computer because otherwise we'd be able to see who wrote that. And I want to know. <laughs> I have guesses. Um, yeah. Sometimes it is just a matter of we'll get it next time. Even yeah. if next time for you isn't for another five years, things do change in Disney. Things yeah. are constantly revolving. But for the most part, whatever it is will probably still be there. Yeah. And I get that it can be tough sometimes, especially with like kids. If you have a kid who's really into like Frozen and they're like, I want to meet Anna and Elsa. And that's like the one thing they want to do on the trip and you don't get around to it, that it could be kind of disappointing. So maybe have like multiple options of things that you could do going into the trip so that if something does get canceled or you're not able to make something you're not only focusing on the one bad thing that happened from something getting canceled or not happening because you still have the other good things that you wanted to get done well that's somewhere where a travel agent can really help you because if you don't know the parks and you say hey my daughter loves elsa nana and wants to meet them that travel agent will send you an entire itinerary a whole list of places Mm -hmm. that you can meet Anna and elsa or at least see Anna and elsa and then you know what your options are you know that yes you can meet them at epcot but they're also going to be in a show at hollywood studios but they're also going to be in the festival of fantasy parade so like you have these different levels of seeing them that the travel agent is going to lay out for you yeah yeah, that's the the other big thing that we usually do. It's what is something that you that is a must do for you this yeah. trip? Because then if everyone gets their must do done, anything else is just a bonus. Yeah. Anything else is just like cool. Look at what we got to do. Yeah, exactly. And while we're talking about the travel agents, one of the next ones, I'm going to skip down a little bit to it so it flows a little better here. Paying for a travel agent but not utilizing one. So I don't know if you guys know this, but the price of a travel agent is actually factored into your Disney vacation. Mm-hmm. So if you book it on your own, cool, that's great. Yeah, It's going to cost you the same as if you were to book it with a travel agent, if not more, because they're very good at finding deals and will monitor prices for you because if the price drops, Disney will give you your money back. Yeah. If you could be saving $300, the travel agent will make the call for you to Disney yeah. and get you $300 back in your account. Mm-hmm. So that price is built in, whether you use a travel agent or not never hurts to call them oh yeah they can help you out relieve a lot of stress for you especially if you're somebody who maybe doesn't have an hour to sit on the phone yeah you you don't and like you have to call disney for some things which let's be honest that's a lot of people that are planning Mm. trips you don't have just an hour to just sit on hold no travel agent will do that for you and as always we're recommending the travel agents of 407 and beyond they're the ones giving you these great tips right now of mistakes to avoid Mm mm-hmm and this is a really great one. Yeah. This is a really great one. Give them a call. So our next tips, these are kind of basic. Not anything that's going to make or break your trip, I don't think. The last one totally could. Yeah, I guess. So the first one we have is don't forget your free pin. This could be your first visit pin. This could be your celebration pin if you're going down for honeymoon, anniversary, what have you. A birthday pin if it's your birthday while you're down there. It's not... Like I said, it's not something that's going to make or break your vacation, but if you're not someone who, if you're not someone who hates attention and you want to, you want to get a pin, people will say happy birthday to you. People will say congratulations to you. It'll feel like you'll have that interaction throughout the day, which like someone like you is going to love. Like people are saying happy birthday to you all day. Awesome. Someone like me. Not birthday, but we'll go an anniversary. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Someone like me. Not so much. (laughs) I don't need the pin. But if you're someone who, like, enjoys that interaction with people and 
people are always excited to say these things to you. They're not going to say it to you if they're not excited. So, like, they'll be like, happy birthday. And then you can be like, thanks, you know? <laughs> what? No, you're just, I'm enjoying your description. <laughs> My thought on it is it's a free souvenir. Yeah. It's a commemorative experience. It's I was here on my birthday of this year because you yeah. can literally write the date on it or on our anniversary or whatever. Or I'm celebrating my graduation. Yeah. You can write that on there. It's a little commemorative Whatever thing. you're celebrating. Whatever you're celebrating. What a little commemorative souvenir that you're going to get for free from Disney, which is amazing. Yeah. There's not many of those. So yeah. why not take advantage of it? Even if you just shove it right in your bag. Yeah. And sometimes Disney gives you things for it being your birthday True. and something you might get a cupcake or a high five i don't know little things like that that can just make your day a little bit better a sticker even so just keep that in mind the other one that's a little bit bigger of a mistake depending on who you ask is skipping animal kingdom yeah i mean a lot of people think of it as a half day park so when you're planning a, a whole week trip or even a short trip like I feel like a lot of people do just skip Animal Kingdom. They're like, I'm I'm not going to waste my time doing a half day at a park when I could do a full day at a park. And some people really just don't like Animal Kingdom, which is fine. You're entitled to your opinion. But... You're wrong opinion. <laughs> but don't skip out on it because someone told you to skip out on it. If you've never experienced it before, like say it's your first trip, and you know someone that went and they were like, don't go to Animal Kingdom. It wasn't good. Not that you're going to disrespect their opinion in this situation, but you can say, you know what? It's my first time going. I want to experience the whole thing for myself. Go to Animal Kingdom. It's awesome. I think Animal Kingdom is amazing. It's one of the most gorgeous parks, and it's really not a half-day park. It's not. It really isn't. There's so much to see. Like, so many places to just walk around and wander and really have a relaxing 10-mile day. It's insane. It's so nice and so beautiful. Yeah. The vibes are immaculate. There's live music going on all over it. it I think it's great. Yeah. Or and live music want... or entertainment, like something. Yeah, and if you want some ideas on things you can do throughout the day, we did just do My Perfect Day at Animal Kingdom last week. Yeah, we did. So go back and listen to that episode because I did a lot of fun stuff on My Perfect Day. So <laughs> I think you did too. <laughs> it was an expensive day, but we'll give you some ideas. It was fun. You have to do everything on the list. <laughs> All right, so next one, pushing kids or each other to do rides or spend more time in the park instead of what will make it enjoyable for everybody. Sometimes a resort break or a spin on the carousel is what everyone needs to get our state of mind reset. You got to have a reset. You got to find what yours is and do it. Mine is food. If I need, if I'm like, I'm spacing out, if I'm feeling frustrated for whatever reason, if I just, like, need a second away from the chaos, I just get some food, and I'm good. Mine is an icy. In the summer, mine's an icy or air conditioning. Yeah. Oh, air conditioning for sure. Yeah. We have done full episodes, actually, about the best places across Walt Disney property to take a break. So, yeah. like, in each park, where to go if you just need to sit down and relax. Uh -huh. And that includes, like, air-conditioned rides, the best restaurants for a break time different places because sometimes you really do just need a break or like yeah. they said just a spin on the carousel yeah. sometimes your kid just needs to get walked around for a little bit so they fall asleep in the stroller instead yeah. of having to go in and out of the stroller to get on rides like yeah it's you gotta do what's right for your family people always say and it's so accurate your kid is still your kid in yeah. disney like if your kid normally naps at two o'clock at two o'clock they're probably gonna need a nap 
Yeah. Or they're going to start to get a little cranky. Not every kid. Some kids get that adrenaline and they keep going. Yeah. But your kid's still your kid. However they behave at home, probably how they're going to behave in Disney. Yeah. We understand it's expensive and you're trying to get the most out of your trip. But at the same time, if you go in with the expectations that, for example, my kid usually naps at 2 o'clock. So at 2 o'clock, I'm going to need to give them a nap. That can mm-hmm. help you plan the rest of your day around that. And you're not feeling stressed when you're like, well, I want to do this, but my kid has to take a nap. Mm-hmm. At two o'clock, I'm gonna go back to the hotel and lay them down. That's and I'm a, also gonna lay. And I'm also gonna. <laughs> we're all gonna nap. <laughs> Can make all the difference. I know when we were growing up. So me and my sister are younger than my brothers. My mom says that like she would take us back. My dad would still run around with my brothers, and that's yeah. something that they would just plan ahead of time. Here's what we're gonna do. You're yep. gonna take the girls. I'll take the boys, and we're going. Yeah. So just things to consider when you're planning your Disney vacation. How how you're gonna handle if you need a break. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a good sit-down restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this next one makes me laugh. So we have about two more after this one that are a little bit more serious. This one, I guess it's serious. I have heard people make this mistake. But this one... I've never heard anyone make this mistake. This is a pretty seriously. common mistake. This is real. It goes back to the, did you even research? <laughs> this is People just, they don't know. Not everyone knows. Not everyone listens to Spill the D. They should. <laughs> expecting to see harry potter he's not there he's not there he's not he's not disney none of the wizarding world is that walt disney world (laughs) or disneyland it's at universal about 30 minutes away because they own the rights to harry potter (laughs) you know disney almost owned it really yeah so jk rowling was working with disney for a little bit which doesn't make sense to me because isn't it no, it's Warner Brothers. Warner yeah. Brothers is different from Universal. Yeah. Well, Universal owns Warner Brothers, don't they? I know. Maybe, but I don't know how long they did. I don't know. So, but from what I... I read this somewhere. It could be completely inaccurate. But, because now that I'm actually thinking about the facts behind it, it seems off. Well, if you read it on the internet, then it's probably then true. it must be true. Upon sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> J.K. Rowling was working with Disney, and they proposed a whole land, and it would have been, apparently, where New Fantasyland is. Okay. And she did not like what they created. It was too family friendly. Okay. She I wanted mean, it fair. to be more realistic to like the, the dark side of her books, which if you think about awesome. Universal, it kind of is. Yeah, I like it. Like it's not it's not watered down at all. And I yeah. guess Disney watered it down. So then she went. Probably. Then Universal approached her. She went to Universal. I don't know the full rest of the story, but the rest is history. History. That's cool. Yeah, Harry Potter's not at Disney. Don't expect it. Don't expect to see it. You got to go to Universal if you want Harry Potter. I don't wear the uh, Hogwarts Castle shirt. And Disney, it's just embarrassing. I like when people have <laughs> um, mouse ears, but they're Harry Potter themed mouse ears because I'm like, I wonder if you're wearing them at both parks. <laughs> hey, if it's what you're into, if it's cool. your Florida trip and you're doing both, sure, go yeah, for it. Yeah, but like people will wear mouse ears with like the Friends logo on it, so it's like, yeah. yeah, it's just what you love mixed with Disney. So if you love Harry Potter, cool, wear the ears. Yeah, makes sense. This Maybe one don't wear the robe, but wear the ears. <laughs> this one I think is my favorite because this one. I feel like it's very easy to get comfortable expecting things to be perfect. And this just this is one situation where it's not always perfect. This one is do not underestimate the Disney transportation system. And what they mean by this, they elaborated, give yourself plenty of time if you have reservations, etc. Yeah, the buses come every 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how where you're going, how busy it is that day, so on and so forth. I believe technically it's advertised as 20, but they tend to be 
at least at the busy times of day, mm-hmm. more often than 20 minutes. Yeah. So 20 minutes, if, if you have a reservation for a specific time or you're trying to get to rope drop in the beginning of the park day, something like that, make sure you're there early. Um, when you're waiting for the bus to go to the park, it, it's kind of different. But, like, if you have a reservation, for example, so, like, when we have a reservation for a restaurant at a resort and we have to get to the resort, we go very early. We're usually there, like, 45 minutes to an hour early, I feel like. And we don't have a problem with that because there's so much to do at resorts, including just seeing things. Sitting in new furniture is always fun. Finding the comfortable chairs and just sitting in those for a little bit. You can always go look around the gift shop, maybe look at, like – um like the food court area, just kind of explore wherever you're at while you're waiting for these reservations to happen. It's better to be early than to be late. They will let you in sometimes if you're late. You usually have like a 10 to 15 minute grace period. Yeah. But and I feel like in most cases it's better safe than sorry. So give yourself that extra time. You might just miss the bus by a minute and then have to wait another 20 minutes. That happens all the time mm-hmm. to everybody at Disney. Everybody that goes to Disney probably at least once during their trip watches the bus drive away from them and has to <laughs> wait for the next one. Oh, it's at the it's, end of the day, it's so it's defeating. incredibly deflating as an experience, oh. but it happens to everybody. It's not something that is life out to get you. It's just something that happens. So definitely make sure you give yourself the extra time. Whether you're riding the Skyliner, whether you're taking a boat, whether you're taking a bus, any of them, give yourself a little bit of extra time. There's always something for you to do while you're waiting, either before you get to the destination or at your destination while you're waiting for whatever. Yeah, some other things that can get in the way. The line for that form of transportation might be longer than you were expecting. End of the park day? That's, <laughs> yeah, or that Skyliner line, that gets long sometimes. Oh, yeah, it does. It moves quick, but if you were expecting to walk right on it and you get mm-hmm. there and there's a line down the sidewalk... Sorry, that's that's yeah. life. That's Disney. Sorry. The boats are the worst. The boats, if you're taking, especially from like Disney Springs or Saratoga Springs or anywhere you can take the boats like that, definitely make sure you give yourself extra time for that because the boats fit way less people than a bus does. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they come pretty often, but they don't come often enough that if you get to it and there's a really long line, you'll, you could be like four or five boats behind depending mm-hmm. on how many people are in line. Um, so definitely take that into account when you're doing certain forms of transportation. Take into account the weather when it comes to transportation. Boats don't run when it's raining and lightning. Make sure your plans are that you are planning accordingly for the weather. That is very important. Yep. Even the Skyliner will close if the weather gets too bad. Yeah. So that is very important to keep in mind. And then the other thing that you need to keep in mind, especially if maybe you are a Disneyland local coming to Disney World for the first time, Disney World is huge. Yes. The property is ginormous. We were able to run a marathon on it. Like this is a <laughs> lot of lot of property, a lot yeah. of roads, a lot of highway. It's not like Disneyland where you can just walk from one park right to the other. It it doesn't work like that. Nope. So, if you're in Animal Kingdom and you plan on park hopping to Magic Kingdom and you booked a reservation, you booked a Lightning Lane, something and you need to get to it, you need to give yourself enough time. It is about a 15 to 20 minute drive. In a car yeah. from Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom. That's not even inc- – like, a bus is probably going to take longer than that. Yeah, plus the time to wait for the bus, plus the time to get mm-hmm. into the park. Always give yourself a little bit of extra time. You need that wiggle room. It's mm-hmm. going to make a huge difference. And, again, Disney is huge. You'll be less upset that you were 10 minutes early than you would be if you were 20 minutes late and you missed your reservation. And speaking of that, <laughs> our last one that we're going to go through for today – 
these were all amazing amazing mistakes to avoid on your disney vacation so before i say the last one thank you to the four of seven and beyond travel agents you crushed it mm-hmm. and here's our last one Staying off Walt Disney World property and having to allot for more travel time to get to and from the parks while you're at your off-property resort. Mm -hmm. Again, Disney is huge. Staying off property can make a huge difference on the amount of time that you need. One really crucial thing that you need to know if you are staying off property, if you are not staying in a Disney-owned hotel, let's say Mm -hmm. you're staying in one of the good neighbor ones that's right at Disney Springs. Yeah. One thing that some of them do, if they tell you that they offer transportation, that transportation might drop you off at the transportation and ticket center. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you have to get on a bus to whatever park you're going to. Yeah. So they might drop you there and then, which is by Magic Kingdom. And then from Magic Kingdom, you have to get on a bus to go to Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom, or you get on the monorail and go to Magic Kingdom or Epcot. Yeah. That's another... 20 minutes that you didn't count on like that if you were staying on property they would have taken you right to the park catch a bus at your hotel and you're right to the park yes so staying off property can definitely have its advantages especially financially it is a huge money saver such a great idea if you need to like find more areas in your budget for your disney trip but you do have to a lot for these things Mm -hmm. if you don't take an uber right to the gate it could take you a while. Yeah. And keep in mind, if you are taking Ubers from off property onto property, you cannot take them to right to Magic Kingdom. That will drop you at the ticket and transportation center. And if you're trying to go to a resort that you don't have a reservation for in an Uber, they can turn you away yeah. if there's no hotel or dining reservation. Also, if you're planning on staying off property and taking an Uber, there's a chance you're just going to end up spending the same amount of money you would have at a Disney hotel because they have the transportation included. I always do that math. (laughs) So keep that in mind as well. If you're planning on staying at a good neighbor hotel, but you have a reservation every night and you're going to be having to Uber to the parks every day, like it might add up that it's just cheaper for you to stay at a hotel. That's just something to keep in mind. The all-stars might be looking real good. Yeah. Like that's just something to, to look into and potentially ask your travel agent about when you're booking your vacation. I always do that math. I'm like, okay, if I stay here, how much am I going to spend on Ubers? Because it can be cheaper, but it also can be the same price or more expensive depending on other things that are involved. Well, and the other thing with when you're staying off property, if they do offer transportation, it's not like when you're staying on property transportation and it's coming every 20 or so minutes. They might only offer two in the morning, one at night. And it is probably not very convenient for park times. I know the one time we were staying off property and the last shuttle left at like 8 p.m. The parks were open until like 10 or 11. It was like middle of summer like it's or Christmas time or something ridiculous. And we were like, all right, it looks like we're Ubering back. And then they might also charge a transportation fee. Some of them it's upwards of $20 per person to get on those shuttles. Mm -hmm. So these are just all things to look into and mistakes to avoid. Yeah. Do that math and make sure you allot plenty of time if you're staying on property to get on property. Yes. It's very important mm-hmm. for the sake of your Walt Disney World vacation. Yeah. I lied. There is one more. But this is going to bring us to the end of the episode. So the last one that we have is if you use a travel agent, especially an agent at 407 and beyond, they're like we always like we keep saying they are amazing. Mm-hmm. They're going to send you so much information. Not like a, an annoying amount of information, but they're going to send you information about your trip, things that you need to know. They're going to answer questions that you have. Don't ignore it. Yeah. Look into what they're sending you. They're not just sending you random stuff. A lot of these tips are things that they tell their clients, don't make this mistake. Yeah. 
here's things that you should look into so that you don't make this mistake. Yeah. So look into what they're sending you. If they're sending you an email, read the email. It could also be a confirmation code that you might need, but you just ignored that email. Yeah. So look at your emails, read what they're giving you. Everything they do is to help you have the best vacation possible at Disney, at Universal, on Royal Caribbean, wherever you are using them to book. It's all to help you have the best of the best. Mm -hmm. These people are pros. (laughs) So, yeah, we honestly, we can't recommend using them enough. If you guys are new here and you don't know, 407 Beyond is a travel agency that books and plans destinations such as Walt Disney World, Universal Orlando, Disney Cruise Line, Royal Caribbean, Sandals, so much more. Constantly growing, which is absolutely amazing. You can get a free no-obligation quote at 407vacations.com and find out how much this vacation is going to cost you. They're pairing you up with a travel agent who will help you not make these mistakes mm-hmm. on your Disney vacation. Yep. We will have more of these. Yeah. Like Rick said at the beginning, this episode kind of came out of nowhere. So it was much earlier than we planned. So they weren't done submitting them. <laughs> I just said, sorry, guys. This is what we're using. Thanks. So more to come on mistakes to avoid from the travel agent. If you have any mistakes that you have made or that you like to tell people not Mm -hmm. to make, send them to us. You can find us on social media at Spillity Podcast. You can email us it if you want, SpillityPod at gmail.com. You got anything else to add? No, I don't think so. Sorry, I just kind of like flew through that. You're you're, you're cruising. I'm just cruising. (laughs) Kind of like Bruce did on Real Caribbean. Hear all about it next week on Spill the Day. (laughs) Coming up next week. Can you imagine if we ended every episode with a a preview of next week? (laughs) Next week on The Amazing Race. (laughs) See, my brain went, next week on Survivor. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But until next week, we will see you at the castle. Coming up next week.